I am Saleh, and you're listening to Season 1, Episode 5 of The Art of Sasanman. And this this episode is going to be titled Burnout Hell. This is going to be an episode about the mental phenomenon, mental health issue, uh, mental health uh, problem of burnout. So uh, before we get started, I want to apply a content warning on this episode. This episode is going to be talking about such uh, mental health top uh and mental health related topics such as burnout uh a depression um you know just a very a sort of heavy emotional negative emotional topics and if that is not what you're up for or not what you want to listen to right now just be aware that's what we're going to be talking about so you might want to listen to this at a later time when you're feeling ready or just skip it if you're not up, to, up for it so uh with that let's let's get into it i uh so this the name, but the name of the episode, "Burnout Hell," is uh, is a dark humor reference. It is a reference uh, I'm making to the 2008 video game "Burnout Paradise," uh, developed by Criterion Games and published by Electronic Arts. It is it is a arcade racing uh, a game. So, and I wanted to you know make a joke upon "Burnout Hell" versus "Burnout." paradise so and in this case we're talking about a very different kind of burnout obviously we're not talking about cars we're not talking about racing we are going to be talking about our mental health and specifically as as it people uh as an it person and i as this admin uh who uh, i i want to have this episode apply to anybody because i think burnout is not just a thing that happens to admins of course it applies happens to everybody regardless of your job or lack thereof or your hobbies it, it happens to everybody at some point in their life i think that people get burnt out on many different aspects of their life many different things so and but in this case i want to specifically talk about my experience uh working as uh as a sysadmin as a it person in in a sysadmin role and how 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 i you know suffered burnout and you know my experiences with that and how i recovered how i how i you know got better what what it what it what caused it what was happening you know what is everything so before before we get started uh i think the first sort of thing that we i like to do with these episodes is, is sort of being a trend with these is to define the concept uh so so to define burnout and burnout is is perhaps one of the hardest topics to define because it's not a sysadmin topic specifically and it is a mental health topic which i'm still a very much a beginner at learning various mental health terms mental health issues you know so forgive me i am basically going off what my own experience is and basing the definition on on that uh to me burnout is uh, if i wanted to use the like analogy is like when the candle runs out of wax uh and you're burning the very the liquid at the very end uh or when you know the tire when you run out of road or when you know where you're at the edge of your what happens when you sort of jump off the cliff of your sort of mental capacity essentially like you have this certain amount of mental capacity for any task or job or whatever and event at there comes a point where you have applied so much effort so much 
uh, mental space to a certain job, certain task that you sort of run out of, you you run out of road, you run, you you fall off the cliff, and what happens when you fall off the cliff? The, that feeling, that that process of falling off the cliff, is burnout uh, to me. Anyways, that's how I'm sort of coming at it right now. Is is it's, it's a process of falling whatever falling into a depth falling into the sea falling into off a cliff uh so you're not falling into into a darkness into a into a sort of negative mental state where your your mental health is deteriorating slowly but it is it is it is deteriorating and that is so that is so that sort of is my framework sort of of like understanding what burnout is or how i felt um and sort of what, how I felt about it after I got through it after I got out of the the other end of the other end of this uh you know tunnel um and let's let's talk about I think what caused it and what caused it specifically for not just generally I think a lot of things can cause burnout uh for different people but for me I want to I want to talk about what causes it for me um uh, what caused it rather what what we, this is in the past I'm talking about uh, the past, uh, and what what was the primary sort of reasons that caused this sort of state of burnout, uh, and one of the one of the things that was uh, so for some context, I have this one job uh, before the job I currently work in. That previous job, I worked there for about nearly three years. It was coming up on and yeah, nearly three years when I was sort of laid off slash fired. However, however you wanna however you want to phrase it uh and i i i was in a position where i was continuously being overworked uh and over the nearly three years i was i was there i i i our my workload only increased uh and it increased uh near the end of it my workload was significantly higher than it was when i started and there was no corresponding uh compensation uh increase there was no raise there wasn't even a bonus i never received a single raise and uh, a single bonus for the increased amount of work i was doing every week like the, just the amount of work just increased dramatically over the course of my my tenure there and i like i didn't receive any compensation so i was i had the same amount of time but I was just doing more and more, and right, so it felt I was increasingly balanced, trying to juggle multiple plates, you know, uh, and like juggle sort of multiple things at once, and I was, you know, moving from one thing to another, and just just continuously moving around, doing stuff, and not really, you know, processing what I was doing, but really sort of just doing stuff continuously, you know, and at a, at a rate that was unsustainable eventually, and. The other aspect of this, of course, is that once once you start overworking in this way, uh, what happens is, what happened to me was that the work started to uh, bleed into sort of my personal life, the so personal time, personal uh, life, the so relationships, hobbies, uh, just stuff that I do, you know, just as a person, you know, just go out in the world and do stuff, and you sort of start losing some, you start, you start degrading those in, in favor of because you're so overworked, you're trying to find more time, you try to find more mental space and you're tired. And since you're tired, you don't have the space 
the capacity to do stuff that you actually enjoy doing like uh like for example you know listen to music recording this podcast for example is not a thing i could have done at that time because i was just simply so exhausted mentally uh that i wouldn't have the like just the mental capacity to record a podcast like this so that is one another one of those things that happened is that work started really sort of eating away at my personal time and my personal life and the other thing that sort of yeah, this is more like specific to the job in this case was that at the job i was continuously fighting fires what i what i describe what i used the term fighting fires i don't mean literal fires i mean like going from one problem to another problem going from one disaster to another disaster continuously for months meant that there was no rest there was no point where you could you know calm down relax take 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 a break you know it it, it was just it just felt like i was going from one disaster to another and that sort of you know over time sort of creates builds up this burn it leads to burnout like you build up this exhaustion over time in, in addition to the overwork in addition to not being compensated properly in addition to it sort of getting uh personal work intruding on personal time in the form of on call, being on call uh just it was becoming very very like by and this is where we get to the next section of this uh just like i was fighting fires all the time um i was being woken up in the middle of the night like literally i would be woken up at like 3 a.m um while i was asleep because something had caught basically caught fire at work uh and i had to fix it and that was my job for years uh without really any significant amount of break or you know really any compensation any anything really any any really benefit coming up to me uh from doing this this labor uh and like what what did that feel like that sort of i, I want to get to the sort of next segment of this which is what does what does that feeling of burnout like feel like in, internally uh i i I, just, I like to describe it as sort of a feeling of it is it is a lack of emotion essentially i think what burnout creates really is a mental and emotional exhaustion where your mental and emotional batteries are depleted to a point where you don't actually feel sad it's more like you feel nothing you feel what i call feel dead inside and that is the feeling i had like by the end of this by the so the months leading up to my eventual dismissal from the job uh i i was feeling this sort of i i didn't care about my day to day like i would wake up i would feel like i would i would dread starting work I would do work and I would feel bad about it. I not I wouldn't feel bad about it. I would feel nothing. I would I would not feel I would not get any fulfillment, any joy out of doing anything. Nothing was really bringing me anything and my hobbies could barely keep up with keep up keep the sort of sort of the emptiness uh, at bay sort of sort of the mental exhaustion couldn't it be recharged my batteries my mental and emotional batteries couldn't be recharged fast enough for so because it was getting depleted continuously it was just, just just such a drain on my on my mental health that 
after a certain point, you know, I started, well, I, it, I realized this after, years after, is that I was in what I, what I would call depressive episodes where I would, I would just be like really, really depressed. I would just be sad. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would oh, not sad. I would, I would feel demotivated to do anything else. I would be, I would barely take care of myself, you know, physically. I would, uh, I, I was lacking in self-confidence and basically everywhere, like in my, in my, in my own skills, in my own capacities, in my own health, like everything, everything was sort of turned, every positive aspect sort of was not visible to me. I was, I was sort of lacking all that, the capability to even see the good things that I, that I, that I could achieve or, you know, was capable of doing. So that is sort of the, I think, like sort of the feelings I had. So I got feeling dead inside, you know, feeling these depressive episodes, uh, a lack of self-confidence, a lack of motivation, uh, a lack of uh, ignoring sort of your, a lack of like ability to take care of oneself, a lack of ability to, you know, really focus on anything other than work. Um, and that sort of, eventually, I, you know, I got laid off from that job in uh, April of 2020. And uh, as far as, as, as y'all all know, uh, 2020, March, April was around the time when the global COVID uh, pandemic really sort of took off, really, like it's, it became a pandemic. And uh, I remember getting laid. I got, so this is how the bad uh, this job was. They when they when they laid me off, and I don't think other people have heard the story publicly. I might have spoken upon it on social media and to other people privately, but when I when I got laid off from that job, they didn't have the the sheer just like courtesy of giving me a phone call. This is like you you you, you this is a job I've worked for nearly three years, and you don't you don't I I didn't get a phone call. What I got was on a Sunday evening i got an email saying that i had been terminated uh and my access to slack access to all my work systems had been revoked uh and that was it uh i got just the one email nothing else uh i didn't even get a severance uh so and that was it i got i got laid off i got that email i remember i remember getting that email and i was like at my computer, you know, it was the weekend, so I was, you know, having what little sort of peace I could have, and you know, pull, oh, I think I was playing a video game uh, or something like that, or maybe watching something on YouTube. Um, and I got that email, and I and I took a look at that email. I I read it, I processed it. Uh, that I had this sort of after I processed it, I have this moment like this wave of emotion and the the emotion that i felt was relief i felt happy i'm not happy yet i felt like i had a burden on my shoulders lifted off you know i felt oh god i, I don't have to go to work tomorrow and do this whole thing for another week you know i felt an immense sense of relief and that's how you that's how you realize that that's how i sort of realized that yeah there was really 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 quite bad like it was it was to a point where getting laid off was actually like a really good good thing to happen for the sake of my own health uh, and then I was sort of I sort of it took me 
Like I, I immediately after I got that message, I just I had this like moment of sort of I just I remember deleting the Slack app off. Like I went into my app drawer on my phone, I deleted the Slack app, and I felt this like relief again. I felt I was like, oh, it's done. It's it's fucking over. You know, it's it's all gone. I don't have to worry about that shit ever again. You know, I don't have to worry about fixing it yet another goddamn fire you know so it felt so relieving and that's how you know you know it was a bad job and so and it took me after that you know i i spent like a month not really doing anything other than uh just really uh sort of relaxing i mean as much as i could want as as, as a recovering from burnout essentially i started my recovery i guess immediately and that was that, and that process of recovery took me years a year and a half i would say a year or two years i would say uh from the point of me losing that job uh me getting the job i have now and that this the job i have now being much better for my for my mental health in in every way like in every possible metric that i've like every possible signifier of mental health that, that is could be uh, possibly determined, I am doing better in that front. So it was it took me years, uh, two years to recover from all of that, all of the burnout, all the feeling of dead inside, the depressive episodes, um, and and it is it was it was it's long, it's hard, and, and it, it's very very difficult. And the thing is, what burnout is one of those situations where uh i like it's like it's like a slowly boiling a frog burnout is one of those things that sort of creeps up on you and you don't realize it's happening until it's very too late or until until you're out of it essentially until the situation that's causing the burnout has 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 concluded as you have exited it and i i really didn't understand the extent of the harm really that was being done until until the until I I was out of sort of I couldn't see the forest for the trees you know I sort of was in the state where I really didn't understand what was like what was really happening to me you know until I sort of left I could look upon it from in hindsight and sort of see my you know express the sort of mental health issues that I could you know and I and and, and this is the, this is why I think personally. I uh, I want to talk about how do you mitigate or prevent burnout, uh, and one of those, one of some of these, some of these are very specific to me, uh, because I'm of the field that I'm in, of course, being a salmon, um, uh, and also like sort of my personal way of 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 dealing with mental health, uh, and the way I approach these things, and. One of the most important things I think that is the difference between the current job and the one I had before is is what it doesn't have what I call like work intruding creeping into your personal life. So it has really, really good uh work life balance. So when I am on the clock, I'm doing my job and I work forty hours a week. And once I'm done once I clock out, once I once I once I close the Slack uh, for the day, I'm not looking at it. I'm not being paged at three a.m. in the morning. Uh, I am. I am. I can sleep 
properly. I can uh, I can enjoy my weekends without worrying about a fire happening at any given time. I could go outside. I can I can take vacations. Uh, I can I can go on vacation. I can you know take holidays where I just you know just relax, not do any work, uh, and. I can do that, and I can do that without having to having this burden, this this worry continuously in the back of my head that I that work will come calling at any given times, and because they don't, um, and that is the most one of the most important, most vital differences between this job and the last job is having a good sense of work life balance, and I take I take it very seriously now because I didn't before. This obviously my experience sort of taught me that how important it was. It taught me that if I did if I did not take care of my work life balance, work would end up devouring my life. Essentially, I would work to I would live to work instead of work to live. Right, and that is sort of the way I see it. Is that I have a very strict boundary I set between work and my personal uh, sort of aspect of uh, personal life and that is important for uh you know being able to not encounter burnout or you know or not having getting exhausted but not burned out you know you can still get exhausted after a 40-hour work week but you can you have ability to recover from it you have you have you can get you can take time off you can uh you can do your hobbies whatever whatever brings you joy and you can focus on that and let that sort of mitigate the sort of day-to-day exhaustion that comes from working a job. Um, and the other other thing is, of course, setting aside time and space and effort for self-improvement in upon your mental health. So it's, this might be, this is different for everybody and I'm not going to say my way is the best or whatever uh, and ev- everybody is different and what works for me will might not work for you uh I mean, some people might uh have therapy uh there might be a, a professional involved like a therapist or a counselor uh psychiatrist psychologist uh but for me uh it was i had some people i had met online that i talked to and they they sort of put the issue, put the issue, set of issues that I was having into perspective and into really understanding that I could improve, that I was improving slowly, but I was improving and I could get better. And I was like, none of this was, you know, one of the things that I think burnout can, uh, one of the things that burnout did was, you know, a lack of self-confidence. And one of the things sort of lack of self-confidence creates is this sort of, uh, what what is called imposter syndrome, where you, you think you're 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 not actually good at what you do, and you don't have the experience. You're actually unskilled, or they're gonna find out at any second that you're actually unskilled. Uh, turns out that was that was never the case. I was never unskilled. I always had the skills. I was just not not seeing it. You know, I had other people talk me through it. Other people, I, I explained to other people what had happened to me, and they and and they sort of looked at that and told me that hey. None of that was your fault. You did you did nothing wrong. Uh, you didn't mess up, um, and, and all of that was their fault. Uh, they didn't do something. They they overworked you. They didn't pay you enough. They they didn't give you enough time off. Uh, 
and none of that is your fault and none of that is is a judgment on you having burnout is not a judgment or like a, like a like a judgment on your what skills and talents or experience you have it is not it is not a judgment and that is the most important thing like being able to have this outside perspective because even even working or even realizing that i had burnout and even sort of understanding and starting to work on it you still need i i felt at least i need i felt i needed an external point of reference another person to talk and sort of explain the behaviors i had experienced the sort of behaviors i was going through after in the recovery phase and sort of why i was feeling the way i was feeling what i was feeling why it's perfectly valid to feel the way i was feeling why i was not actually a bad person for xyz for what i did what i was doing what i am doing uh sort of having an extra an, a person other than yourself listen to you and have them validate you essentially essentially validate that you as a person were not in the wrong were not in were not were not the the the, the villain in the situation you know so you, once you had, once i had that i felt like i could really start moving on it like i really could really start making progress on the issue i could really feel like i i could you know find joy in everything else like i could find i start could find joy in all my hobbies this admin included you know this admin continues to be a hobby and for for a while there i had lost uh i lost some sort of capacity for enjoyment in 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 in, in the assignment hobby that i was uh i was doing because of the sort of work sort of killing it essentially um and i sort of found that again you know and the first step to finding that joy again in the hobby in your hobbies in life was to be able to understand that you know it ha- something bad happened to you but that doesn't really define uh everything that you are and you could become so it doesn't like you can still become a better person you can still become healthier etc etc uh and that is sort of i think that is mostly what i wanted to say is is that burnout happens regardless of sysadmin or not any whatever profession you might be in if you are a sysadmin if and you are experiencing burnout if any of the any of the things that i described sound familiar to you um consider consider that you may be experiencing burnout uh consider what do you want to do about that like how do you how do you feel what do you not feel what do you feel what do you like consider that you might be experiencing burnout because it can and does happen of like very common in our field uh in, in IT because IT can be one of those fields where uh i mean capitalism does this to everybody it wants to overwork everybody you know overwork and underpay like that's that's the way capitalism works it wants to extract as much labor from you as possible and that is like that is essentially means that you are uh you know but but it doesn't have to be all overwork and underpay and some jobs will treat you better than others so consider is 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 what what about your job is causing it what is it that you like what is what is what are the sort of factors at your job that's causing you to be stressed out or burned burned out and what what is demotivating you you know uh 
and you know what is what is and and the thing is like uh burnout is hard to recover from while you're still in the situation it's one of those things where it is hard because the burnout while it moves it moves with such force it moves slowly but it moves the negative force it moves with such enough like it unstoppable momentum that uh that it can be hard to recover while you're in the situation and leaving the situation may be the solution and possibly is the solution i mean it was the solution that worked for me but i know my my situation is very unique very specific to me and what worked for me worked for a variety of reasons uh that might not work for you leaving leaving a job is not a thing that I suggest lightly, uh, because of course you know having a job means you know being able to pay rent, mortgage, family expenses, etc. So you know consider the balance between making money, your life, your mental health, right? Uh, consider the th- those things and see where you can fix your mental health, because if you can. If you can focus, if you can, if you can improve your mental health, if you can stop the burnout without leaving your job, that is great. I mean, wonderful. If if you're able to do that, that is like, like like I I wish I could have done that, you know. But, uh, if if you want to really focus on improving your mental health and setting better boundaries between work and personal, uh, of course that is, uh, all very. And everybody's burnout looks different, feels different. The causes are different. The solutions are going to be different. So I'm not going to suggest anything more than that. I think that would be counter counter to what I'm going for here, which is I, I just wanted to talk about my experience. I don't mean to really prescriptively diagnose anybody with burnout. Uh and if, if, like you, you might not be suffering for burnout; it might be something else, you know. Uh, and I'm not a I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist. So you know, I'm just speaking about my experience here. Period. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem that this is where this is how it feels for everybody or everyone, and every situation uh, that can take the form of burnout. Uh, with that said, I would like to have I would like feedback for this episode. Of course, uh, I would like feedback. Uh, if you are experiencing burnout, if you have experienced burnout, uh, if you're getting through it, you're recovering from it, whatever, whatever it might be, or if you haven't experienced burnout, but maybe this, maybe this is has sort of you know educated you on a certain form of burnout you know maybe that is what you feel get out of this episode i hope everybody gets something out of this episode uh and if you did i want you to tell me i want you to tell me how you feel about it how you feel about this episode i know this has been a sort of more darker topic you know i i i which is why i sort of started the episode with like a light dark humorous joke about burnout paradise versus burnout hell uh because how i knew this was going to be a, a difficult topic oh uh, it was it was this is the hardest of these episodes that i've recorded so far uh and this is the episode i put on for last this is going to be the fifth and last episode of this specific season of the art of assignment and i saved this one for last because i knew it was going to be the heaviest uh because i, I kind of was avoiding it in a way because you know i was like i don't really want to you know, just 
start talking about it and not be. But now that I have talked about it, I feel better about it. Talk about it because I think it might be helpful to people. Uh, so send me your feedback uh, via email, packetcat at dartassessment.org. Uh, emails. I love emails. Uh, please, please do send your emails. I love, I want to read them. Uh, whatever feedback you have about, about this episode, previous episodes, you know, whatever you're feeling about this episode, you have questions, comments, uh, suggestions, whatever it is, just send me an email. Uh, and I want to, I want to end the episode with a phrase that was, uh, sort of originated, I guess, in the sort of waypoint radio community and now remap radio community which is fuck capitalism go home and i hope you all have a wonderful day and i'll see you next season goodbye